Sentire Media. Buongiorno, good morning and welcome. Look at that, it's exactly 9 o'clock on the 26th of August, a beautiful um, Thursday. Yeah, pizza. Today's Thursday night, that's right. Pizza. Hello. <laughs> kind of a little heat wave going on, too. Not too bad, but it's summer's hanging in. I like I it. I know, it's nice. Makes the garden grow really well. It's been a long time since we podcasted. We have been slackers in the podcast mm-hmm. uh, area for the last three weeks. I think so. We skipped <laughs> one. We've been horrible. So here we go. We'll give you guys a good one this week and hopefully answer some of your questions and... Um, give some updates. Give some updates on what's going on. So, oh... Already 10 days ago was Ferragusto. Uh, Ferragusto, the Italian holiday, it's on August 15th every year. Um, it's orig- it may have related to the celebration of the middle of the summer and the end of the labor in the fields. Um, the Catholic Church celebrates this as the holy day of obligation and um, it's commemorate the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Um, but basically, it's a, it's a, it's a a day off. Um, no, but it goes, its roots go all the way back to, to the Romans. Romans. So talk about the Romans. So it was originally a festival holiday to celebrate the Emperor Augustus. And even all the way back then, Italians need to take the entire month off. So uh, this is when a lot of Italians um, go on vacation. Yes, too. the autostradas but, have been packed. Yes, but to go back to Fair Augusto, it's kind of a feast day, if you will. People go over to each other's houses or out to the country if you're from the sea or to the sea if you're from the country, and you have like a big lunch or dinner with your friends and family. No. This year fell on Sunday, so it felt kind of just like a chip a little bit. I guess, but we decided to keep it kind of intimate. Last year we had over 100 people here, and this year we decided to keep it small with about 35 or so. Yeah, four, yeah 35 people. We did. I got... A half a porchetta, and we've I've talked about porchetta tons of times. The whole uh, suck, the whole pig was stuffed with the fennel and the rosemary, and they roasted on the spit fire. I got that. We did panzonella salad. We did uh, veduta gratinata, which are the uh, they, um, zucchini and peppers and onions and tomatoes. Onions are the best. With um, <laughs> breadcrumbs over the top of them in the oven, which would go really well. What else did we make? Um, and we had. Oh, the potato casserole? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The garden casserole. So you just make a casserole. You make layers of potatoes and zucchini and tomato, whatever you want from the garden, um, with a little bit of fresh herbs and garlic in between each layer and And salt and pepper. Lots of olive oil. Olive oil over the top and throw it into the oven and bake it for like an hour. It's good. It's It's awesome. It's good. good. I like it. I like it. Room temperature. temperature. Yeah. So it went very well. Everyone had a good time. We had guests from all over the world. It was so cool. Oh. People from Japan to um, Ireland, Italians, Americans. Brits. Brits, Dutch. It was really cool. Quite French, cool. Belgium. Yep. That is right. Oh, mm-hmm. and along with, um, along with Ferragusto, this, the last two weeks of August are the Knights of Stella Cadente, the Falling Shooting Stars. And um, you can see the shooting stars most, right now we read that it's best in the before dawn hours, but... But it was more active, I thought, around Ferragusto. Around that particular day? Yeah, or like the 15th around through the Through the, like, through that week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm talking out of my ass. <laughs> um, and also, the couple days before Ferragusto, so I guess it would have been, oh my god, like three weeks ago today, or two weeks ago, we had, um... 
a huge epic pizza night with 50 freaking guests. It was incredible. The most we've ever done for pizza. We had the fire of a pecchio, the uh, folk band come, and the tambourine man. It was so much fun. They played and sang in between pizza and sausages, and Jason made a ton of dough. The it most all, you've ever made. It all went well. Sean, Sean and Linda, who were visiting from Seattle, helped out, and we got a ton. Everyone had a great time. But how many batches of dough did you I make? I made ten recipes. Ten recipes. So how many pounds or kilos oh, of dough? Oh, jeez. I, I have no idea. It was a ton. I have no idea. It made 50 pieces. It, and the buckets you put them in, they were, like, exploding out over the top when they were rising. It was absolutely incredible. That was really fun. And what else? The garden. The garden is in full production. We are producing beans and tomatoes and potatoes and everything. The green beans are kind of getting overwhelming. Oh, um, my God. When you pick them, you have to, like, lift up all the leaves and look underneath and stuff because those beans hide. They're, they're everywhere. And there's a ton in the... Plants are still flowering, so we're going to get a ton out of it. The day, um, the 14th of August, the day before Ferragosto, we got a huge rainstorm, and it brought with it a, uh, like a mold fungus to my tomato plants and everyone's tomato plants in the valley. Um, everyone. We tried putting the, um, Portilla bordelaise, which is this little microorganism that you spray on that eats the, uh... I think you've talked about that. I probably have talked about it. So... It's a little animal. It's a microorganism. You spray it on, and he eats the mold on the plants. But I don't know. They're not looking very good. It's a freaking shame. That's a ton of work down the tubes if they don't come out. The corn looks fantastic, but we don't know when to pick it. I don't care about the corn. The tomatoes are our main thing. Oh, I know. I know. Because we need to start jarring. We need to start jarring. We have... I mean, we still have tomatoes. It's not like all the plants are dead, but they just... I can't believe what happens in in one day, in one night. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. But and for the whole valley. The whole valley. So it's not just mine. It's just, but, but that doesn't that doesn't make it any less painful. And it's time. Well, I'll have to make the um, pickled green beans that mm-hmm. I do. And you were doing the almond green bean salad. That was so good. I think they just those green beans just need to be blanched in boiling water and then sautéed in a little bit of olive oil and garlic. Oh my god, they're delicious! That's all you need. In fact, I think I'm going to make that instead of salad tonight. Everyone seems to really dig. Everyone's it. totally digging. Okay. All right, so we'll change the menu for pizza night tonight. No salad with our pizza. We'll do green beans Ooh, and olive nice, oil and garlic. Nice. The chickens are crazy, and they are producing about 10 to 12 eggs a day. And ruining all the flower pots. Oh my god, they have so much space, but where do they want to uh, scratch up the flower pots? They've ruined all these climbing vines I have. But, and some of the new ones who are laying, they keep laying in like the, just the yard around the house. So people will come and break it. <laughs> I found one in the middle of the yard yesterday. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. They're stupid. I know. But uh, what do you think we'll start to slaughter them? Or the roosters? Whenever we have a chance. I don't know. I like those two roosters. I, I like. We've named our two roosters. There's a white one. and a, That's foghorn leghorn. That's foghorn leghorn. And there's a red one with black tail feathers, and he's rooster tea. Rooster tea. Rooster tea feathers. No, feathers is implied. You don't have to say it. It then becomes cheesy and cliched. <laughs> But Rooster Tea is just kind of cool. What else is Last weekend, on? we went to the uh, oh. Festival de, de Pinocchio. Pinocchio? I think so. Pinocchio. 
uh, corn cob, the festival of the corn cob, and um, there was a palio in like kind of like a in Piobico, kind of like a rodeo where they have to race around kind of barrels two times and grab a flag in the middle. Honestly, not nearly as exciting. Not really as exciting. Um, not as exciting. And they charged you four euro to go in to see that. And not to be cheap, but no one ever charges you to go to these festivals. You go to the festival, and you eat and drink, and yes, you pay for that. But you, the only time we've paid is when there's this huge kind of... And, um, like the whole town is redone. Redone. So, Piobico. Like old stuff. Piobico, if you're going to charge, make it worth my while. All right, all right. I'll pay. I'll pay. All right. However, um, the food was pretty good that night. We had polenta from Franchino. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. Sausages, always a hit. Um, we saw a bunch of the hunters there grilling and everything in the back. I'm going to post it on um, the blog. I haven't done it yet. And it was fun, though. It was great just to see everyone and mm-hmm. say hi and um, just hang out with the neighbors and everything. On the blog, asking to explain... Uh, what the visa process is like to get permission to come to Italy to work. <laughs> um, yeah, it's frustrating. It's your, it'll be your first taste of um, bureaucracy, bu- the Italian bureaucracy. So get re- used to it. You just kind of have to roll with the punches. Um, you, you go online and find out which visa office is, uh, which consulate office is closest to you, and uh, there should be a list of documents on there that you'll need, which you should probably pay no attention to because they'll change four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was really important to us because we wanted to make sure we were living here legally as well. Of course. We're not <laughs> no, I know. And have a self-employed visa. So it's like, oh my gosh. So first you have to go and get all these documents, your fingerprints from the FBI, your, your, uh, um, a, uh, Just uh, lots of old letters of, from towns you lived in that you weren't a criminal to having things like our marriage license apostille, which means that then it's internationally recognized with stamps and seals. From the Secretary of State of your state. If you're from the States. If you're from the States, yeah. <laughs> But the Italians love stamps and signatures and seals. So the more you can get on that your, of your papers, the better. I don't know if they even read it, but they just like to see it. They do. They love that. Um... And also put it, um, um, put it on nice paper. Yeah, everything you, you put everything on really nice paper and really nice folders. We found out uh-huh. the nicer the the thing is that you hand them the paper in that. Ooh, ooh, this, ooh is, this is this nice. Classy folk. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time we made an appointment, and that's another daunting task. You make an appointment at the office, and it could be anywhere from six weeks to six months later. So we went in to check in. We weren't really ready to move out to the States yet, or to, I'm sorry, to uh, Italy yet, but we wanted to show them the documents we had and, and see what we needed, see what we still needed. And we did that and that went pretty well. I would recommend this. I mean, we dressed up, it had the La Bella Figura, you wear <coughs> clothes and make a nice, good impression and um, make it hard for them to say no. <laughs> um, and then after our, we t- returned from our last trip to Italy and it was maybe six weeks later we were going to move. After oh yeah, trip. like when we had come out here on our last trip, that was... Boxes were packed. Things weren't on a uh, ship to come out here from New York. And we just returned to New York so we could get our... Our visa. Our visa. And we had an appointment. We made an appointment probably six, eight weeks in advance. It was... The appointment was for like five or eight... Five or seven days before we were ready to leave. So Uh it gave them a chance to process our final visa application. We've been talking to them. Um, Everything seemed cool. And then we call... Or something happened. We, I think we called to confirm our... Yeah, and they said no. They've canceled our um, our reservation with them, our, our meeting with them, because 
there's too many students trying to get visas because it was in December for going to like Florence to study abroad. And that was probably the only time I almost lost it through the whole process of moving because I thought, oh my God, we've come this far and now they're just going to cancel our appointment right before we're supposed to leave, like days before. And we contacted Fabio, who is our commercialista and kind of just all around, well, after this, saint. And he contacted the consulate. He wrote a nasty letter to the consulate general. <laughs> Basically saying that if he doesn't meet with us and they don't approve our visa, it will well, not approve our visa, but how could you do this? You know, they, they, these, these young Americans have held up there into the, you've canceled their appointment. And well, all he, these people are, all these Italians are expecting them to be here. And he worked so hard as well to help us get the right documents to move here. And he said, if you don't um, meet with them to at least look at this, you will be shaming your mother. <laughs> That's kind of pulling out all the punches if you're going to pull that card. So he wrote us an email to saying, I could be sued I over could be, this. Yeah, I could be arrested <laughs> over this. But, hey, I'll give it to him. Next morning, the next morning at 9 a.m., we had an appointment to go get our visa. I couldn't believe it. He called some special Italian-only number or something because mm -hmm. we'd been calling all these numbers. Oh, my God, we can't get our visa appointment. And... Um, when we walked in the next morning, um, so we walked in the next morning, we dressed up suit and tie and nice dress and everything. You know, you have to have the bella figura and, um, the lady calls us up and she obviously knows exactly who we are because it was the, it was the woman sassy, like the head person uh -huh. in charge of the visa department. And, um, she came over and we brought up our book of freaking documents that we've probably spent several thousand dollars Seriously. collecting and <laughs> a good eight months of our lives putting together. Uh, we go to hand her the book. She says, nope, don't want any of it. Just give me your passports. <laughs> and 15 minutes later, we had a visa in we, our passport. Like, we, ran we ran out. It's <laughs> like, go, go, go. Don't let them change their mind. So after, I mean, then you hear absolute horror stories where people get denied and all of this. But you never know. And having an Italian on your side does not hurt because they know how to work the system enough to uh, make sure you get seen. But they, she sure as hell knew who we were when we walked up oh, to yeah. that office that day. Um, but I think that most of the stories about getting a visa to Italy are something along these lines. No one, I don't. It's kind of by luck or chance. By luck or chance, or there's a good story. So. Um, because we've heard that it's near impossible to get this kind of visa as well. We've gotten lots of emails saying, how can you even, how did you even get it? And the only thing I can tell you is work the system. You have to uh -huh. somehow work it. Either find a commercialista, which is like a tax accountant, business manager, someone here. Oh, yeah. And remember how I was writing the emails wrong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were writing the emails to him and putting so, them through a translator on a babblefish. When I saw that we were canceled, I thought, oh, I'll be Italian, too. And I'll say, I beg of you. And you get very dramatic and whatnot. Well, it ends up, Fabio told us that... It looked, the way the translator put it was that we were street beggars. We were begging. We were beggars on the street begging them for some fruits. And it, he was like, oh my god, Ashley, I'm not a street beggar. So, um, to wrap up the story, I guess, anyone who's looking to get your visa, do a little research, try to work it, and figure out the way to navigate through that office, wherever that office is in, in your area. Good luck to that. Well, and on that same note, the visa then was valid for a year, and we have to get it renewed each year 
No, no, no. We don't get the, the visa's good for I'm you. I'm sorry, there. not the visa. We had to register within uh, 14 days of coming to Italy, register our passports with the local um, Carbon, Carbonari, and then they issue your permesso di soggiorno, permission to stay, which is a whole other story in itself. So the yes. visa kind of gets you in the door and allows you to get all these other documents, your carta sanitaria, your health card, uh, your uh, carta di identità, your identity card, so... Um, we can make a whole other one on our um, permission to stay, which is another wonderful story. <laughs> More bureaucracy <laughs> and offices and stamps, of course. Stamps. Well, this time, then you have to get the Marco di Bolo. I know. Like, well, wait, just on the side note, remember the last time we just went and that guy stamped one piece of paper about 12 times and I was just oh, dying? He, <laughs> he got out, like, the stamp briefcase, like, the one, the seldom used one. And he, like, got up to go into the other room. Everything was very methodical and slow to look for other stamps. Oh, my gosh. I've got pastries in the oven and chickens to let out. I've got to run. All right, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Okay, um, wrapping it up. Oh, blackberries, the Frutti di Bosco are all over uh, the road via Cagliano. See people out there picking them every day. Um, truffle hunters have started to come out for the black truffles. Uh, word on the street, word on the mean streets of Piovico is that they'll be good. Uh, it's still a tiny, maybe a week or two early. But uh, we see uh, truffle hunters coming around, training the dogs. Lots of dogs getting trained in the uh, fields in the hills. Um, we hear the uh, boar hunters, like, shouting at their dogs. Um, hunting season doesn't open till the 1st or the 2nd, I believe, of September. But everyone's got a... Uh, Everyone's back in training mode, so sooner than soon enough, we'll be hearing shotgun blasts every morning. Um, but it definitely feels like the days are getting sh on their way to getting shorter again, and fall is creeping in. Um, I can't wait. I, it's always fun when a new season comes around. I, I've had not that I've had my fill of summer, but it's it's fun. I love a new season, and fall always reminds me of football, even though I can't watch a single play of it. So everyone. Out there who's listening, who's a football fan, enjoy it for me in spirito. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. It was lovely having you to take a couple minutes out of your day. You can reach us at uh, our blog. Check out our blog, www.latavolamarche, M-A-R-C-H-E is Marche, dot blogspot.com. Uh, email us at info at latavolamarche.com or our website at www.latavolamarque.com uh, In any case, if you're probably hearing this website, you know where to find us already. Keep the comments and questions, uh, what you like, what you want to hear coming. And thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys in another couple of weeks. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Sentire Media Hey podcast producers and show hosts, do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.